Among Us on Game Pass, we get the Super Nintendo World Direct announcement. We get all the Sephiroth DLC goodness. Ghost of, of Tsushima adds new themed PlayStation costumes. And we've got more Cyberpunk 2077 woes. This is DBN News for 12-18-2020. First is from IGN and written by Jordan Oleman. Among Us launches on Xbox Game Pass. Intersloss Among Us has launched on Xbox Game Pass for PC and will come to Xbox Game Pass for console in 2021. The announcement was revealed in an amended post on the Xbox blog, which reflected the imminent launch of the game on the PC version of the Game Pass service. If you subscribe to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you'll be able to access Among Us on PC and then and or now and then on console when it launches on or in 2021. Intersloth followed up with a tweet from the official Among Us account, noting that the game will arrive on Xbox consoles in 2021. The wording there suggests it will come to the Xbox One and Xbox Series family of consoles when it launches next year. Among Us is a great game. Uh, if you play it on consoles, cool for you. I feel like it was really meant, though, to be played on a platform like PC. Still a great game, still worth the pick up, and it's going to be free if you have Game Pass, so I don't see any other reason not to. Second is from IGN and written by Adam Banker, Super Nintendo World Direct announced. Nintendo has announced that a roughly 15-minute Super Nintendo World Direct will take place today at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. GMT. That will show more of Universal Studios Japan's newest theme park. Nintendo also was careful to mention that no game content will be featured, so it looks to only show more of the much-anticipated theme park area that is set to open to the public on February 4th, 2021. Man, have you guys seen mock-ups of this or, like, at least pictures of some of it? It looks really cool. I hope they can pull this off. Uh, Super Mario World seems a bit hokey, but if anybody can do it, it's definitely Japan. Third is from IGN and written by Matt Kim, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Sephiroth DLC release date announced. During a deep dive into the newest fighter in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Sephiroth, director Masahiro Sakurai announced the Sephiroth DLC will be released on December 22nd. Sakurai also revealed the next wave of Mii Fighter costumes, which include Tifa, Aerith, and Barrett, as well as a Chocobo hat and Geno from Super Mario RPG. As part of the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighter Pass, Nintendo releases several skins for Mii Fighters, standard fighters categorized as Gunner, Brawler, and Sword Fighter. These Mii Fighter templates can wear different skins based on popular characters. Now, we got Barrett, the Gunner outfit, Tifa, Brawler outfit, and Aerith, the Sword Fight outfit. Will be coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate as part of Round 8 of the Mii Fighter skin line. So, there you have it. There's your release date. If you're excited for this, get hype. Fourth is from IGN and written by Jordan Oleman. Ghost of Tsushima Legends adds themed unlockable PlayStation costumes. Sucker Punch Productions has updated Ghost of Tsushima Legends, adding a set of unlockable PlayStation costumes based on platform exclusives God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Shadow of the Colossus, and Bloodborne. The news was revealed in a tweet from the official Ghost of Tsushima account, which notes that the special costumes can be unlocked by playing any story or survival mission with each class to unlock the corresponding outfit. The outfits will be available until January 15th, 2021. The samurai skin is based on Kratos from God of War and is covered in evocative bloody swirls. The hunter class riffs off of Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn with custom headgear and an embroidered dress. The hunter skin takes cues from Shadow of the Colossus with a Colossi mask and costume patterned garb. Finally, the Ronin Bloodboard skin is serving Big Eileen the Crow vibes with its feathered pauldrons. 
It's a neat incentive to get players to check out Ghost of Tsushima's co-op mode. Check that out. So I don't own this game. I haven't played this. But all of my friends who have played this mode say this mode is amazing and worth its weight in gold. Worth the price of the game, dare I say. So if you got it, check it out. Get these skins. Fifth is from IGN and written by Joseph Noop. Twitch bans use of Simp, Incel, and Virgin as part of new harassment crackdown. Last week, Twitch announced changes to its hateful conduct and harassment policy, including disallowing the use of terms such as simp, incel, and virgin when used in a derogatory fashion. The new policy will start on January 22nd and is effectively an update to Twitch's evolving hateful conduct guidelines. To that end, Twitch says it will look at the content of statements or actions in order to determine whether a behavior is abusive and violates our guidelines, rather than relying solely on perceived intent. Suggesting the company hopes to shut down bad actors who feign ignorance of unclear guidelines. Using terms like simp, incel, and virgin as an insult to negatively refer to another person's sexual activity is not allowed under the new, this new policy, Twitch COO Sarah Clemens said during a Twitch town hall stream. In addition to the policy change, we're also proactively denying emotes that include the term simp, and we remove them when reported. And we'll keep doing that once the policy changes. This is so funny. This is so funny. We all know that people get banned for the, the, some of the dumbest shit because they don't have actual eyes going over them. And if they do, they don't go over enough. Like Twitch says it will look at the content of statements or actions in order to determine whether a behavior is abusive and violates our guidelines. People get banned for the dumbest stuff that shouldn't even get them banned. Well, you have a Twitch streamer spreading her, her, her genitals open and is only going to get a three-day ban. It's bonkers. It makes no sense. And for these words to be what they go for make no sense. There are so many other avenues that Twitch could be working on to better protect people of color that are gaming, pox, stuff like that. But they're going after these three words just makes absolutely no sense. It makes Twitch look so freaking weak. You know, Twitch looks like that bad boss who knows they're a bad boss. But every once in a while, I was like, pizza party, you know? That's what Twitch is basically doing with this. Also protecting all the neckbeards. And last is from IGN, written by Jonathan Dornbush. Now, this is an evolving one, so it does have an update. Sony removes Cyberpunk 2077 from PS Store. Uh, just as a heads up, it's also, uh, I, I don't think it's been removed from Microsoft's store yet, but I know that the refund policy is going. Sony Interactive Entertainment has confirmed it will give players of Cyberpunk 2077 on PS4 or on PS5 via backwards compatibility refunds for purchasing the game. But the platform holder is taking these a step further and actually removing Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store for digital purchase until further notice. In a newly posted refund-related page, SIE confirmed its intentions to offer full refunds to all players who purchase Cyberpunk via the PS Store, while also committing to delisting the game for the time being. The company's full statement reads, SIE strives to ensure a high level of customer satisfaction. Therefore, we will begin to offer a full refund for all gamers who have purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store. SIE will also be removing Cyberpunk 2077 from PlayStation Store until further notice. Once we have confirmed that you purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store, we will begin processing your refund. Please note that completion of the refund may vary based on your payment method and financial institution. So the update now. CD Projekt Red has vowed to bring Cyberpunk 2077 back to PlayStation Store as soon as possible in a statement to players. On Twitter, the company released a new public-facing statement reiterating that the PlayStation version, both physical and digital, will continue to receive updates even while not available for digital sell. No timeline was given for when the game may return to the store. The statement also perhaps implies that the decision to remove the game was made by both Sony and CD Projekt Red. That's potentially 
to allow for refunds to be granted without breaching Sony's existing policies, which had caused trouble for many seeking to return the digital copies this week. This is so bonkers, and I'm so tired of talking about this horrible game. I'm just so tired of talking about it. But it's like, it's just the shitstorm, you know? Like, this this ball of shit just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's you it's impossible to avoid. You have to talk about it at this point. And, and I'm so tired of it because I, I just don't want to give them any more recognition or even say their, their company name, but I have to keep saying it. It's just so bonkers. Like, how do you release this game on last gen knowing that's how it ran? Like, how do you do that? I don't get it. Whoever was the one responsible for that move or the people responsible... They got to go. Like, they got to lose their job. And that is the news for today. If you like what you heard, want to support the podcast, or just say hi, head on over to anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can do all of that. Next up, find us on all social medias at dadsbeardsnerds. And if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. My name's Anthony. This has been the last DBN News of 2020. Have a wonderful day. And I look forward to making more content for you.